While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser, and also from me, your host, Heather Gay. And I'm joined today by my esteemed friend and partner, Dre. But not, oh, hey, I was, that was a comic <laughs> pause. Sorry. She has premature introduction. It happens a lot. It does. But um, unfortunately, the medication, it just, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. <laughs> but um, I was going to say my, my esteemed partner, and then I was going to leave what some might call a pregnant pause. Are you tired? Yeah. Oh. I've been working here too hard. So a pregnant <laughs> pause for, to say, business partner. I need a new phrase for you, Dre, because it feels labored when I say business partner, and it feels homophobic when I say partner, and then, <laughs> but not like that. Yeah, not life partner. <laughs> I know we both dress like that and act like that and think like that and listen to that music, but unfortunately, <laughs> we are too steeped in the patriarchy to even consider an option. Absolutely. Do you remember that one time when somebody asked how long we were together? Yes, it was so embarrassing. But why was it, it was embarrassing because I was just jovially talking. I know. Oh, when was that? That was like at Sundance. We were at Lisa's thing. Oh, my remember? gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And we were like simultaneously thrilled and horrified. <laughs> how long? If, because we had dressed up. I was wearing thigh high boots and a fur vest. And then for them to be like, and I'm just like trying to flirt with whatever men are around. And they're like, how long have you been together? Oh, that was so funny. That showed me that I was probably going home with her. <laughs> which well. you did. Mm-hmm. Which you did. I sure did. Oh, my gosh. Well, welcome back to the podcast, Heather. Being obnoxious is our forte. <laughs> we is- really did go off the rails last podcast, but I laughed so hard when I listened to it. Your log, it's slipping. It and I kept thinking funny. of the log splitter from Fargo. And that would be your partner there, out there in the wood chipper. Um, log splitter. Log oh. splitter. What is log splitter from? I don't know. I thought it was wood. Then when I started to yeah, do the line, the it was chipper. wood chipper. We'll have to give it a goog. Francis McDormand, this one goes out to you. <laughs> I'm a crazy. Uh, okay. How's your week going? It's going pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. Um, how's yours? You know, it's, uh, it's, it's going. It's going. I spent two hours at the primary children's uh, oh. orthopedic clinic yep. waiting in the waiting room. Um, so that was not fun. It's just been but no, a- no, no, no. You can't just umbrella that. Well, that wasn't that was not fun because I think that there's more there. Well, yeah. I mean, the medical industry is messed up, and my son broke his arm, and it was already a traumatic experience. And then just having to sit and wait for so long. And I get it that like no shit no, happens, but no like getting it. I just want to hear it because I can't believe how kind you're being right now. Well, it was a nightmare. I'm sick of your emotional maturity. I had Kay. listen. I had an appointment, and we waited for two hours before we even got taken back to get X-rays. This is to get its hard cast and to have a specialist oh, look at it. Oh, got it. Yeah, this okay. is to have a specialist look at it. And that's and when you waited two hours. Two hours at Primary Children's and like with a scheduled appointment. With a scheduled appointment, pulled him out of school early, took the day off of work, and 
you know, like he was starving. We were sat there literally for two hours. He was so bored. He was on my phone, so I couldn't like. And you do couldn't anything. leave and go get food and come back because you had no idea. No, and like this is the thing is like I can be patient, but at least communicate with me. Let me know when I check in. Hey, we've had an emergency. The doctors are running behind. We're so sorry. Feel free to go downstairs to the cafeteria. Grab yourself a snack. Yeah, it will be at like, least thirty minutes. Like, and yeah. I can can I text you like a hundred percent? How close do you live? I live within ten minutes. I have some errands to run. Yeah, Great. if you're within ten minutes, I'll know within ten minutes of when they'll be able to see you, and I will text you. Absolutely. What like, front desk wouldn't do that? I I don't know. Apparently, every front desk. Because I feel like this happens in the medical industry. It does happen. It's crazy. So. Yeah, and then yesterday my other son got a trumpet, and I was in a horrible mood. I'm a mood. fan of the trumpet. Did you um, drain the spittoon? No, not you yet. You have to drain the spittle valves. It's just like the sp- people call them spit valves, but I think that's a little crude. I like to call them spittle valves. <laughs> it was just one of those weird, weird things that it just pissed me off that I had to go get the trumpet. trumpet. He was being intense about it, and I was bitter. And, and then like, he this... wanted to play it inside. Oh, and my it's, gosh. And he doesn't know how to play yet. And I was ready to just... Take the trumpet and back lose it. hand him yes. with it. Yeah. yeah. So I drank a bottle That'll of wine last night and I'm a little hungover today. Okay. So I, I, I'll say right now, I've never seen Dre take the podcast mic and lean back <laughs> in her chair and hold it with like two frail hands on her chest. And that it it was so stark of a realization when I saw her like slowly collapse in her chair with her little mic held like close to her chin. And I was like, are you okay? I know. Trey's tired. I don't feel good, people. It's like that kid that realizes their mom has cancer. Like, mommy must just be tired. Like, <laughs> what's going on? I'm just not not feeling myself well, I today. Will, Liz, don't worry, I'll overcompensate. Thank you. I yeah. really deeply not appreciate a that. Problem. Uh, yeah. So that was my week. But so, I'm, but I'm glad. Oh, the trailer dropped. That the was trailer exciting. dropped. Yes, it did. That um, was that was a, that's always a huge uh, outpouring of social media love. Yes, I know you're a meme again. Once again, I am a meme. <laughs> Would you rather watch Bravo? Wait, what? what how did it go? Like. Oh, stop watching Bravo or or poke your left eye out. (laughs) So basically they took a meme of me and they said, stop watching Bravo or poke your left eye out. And it's me like staring straight. God damn it. Like thousand yard stare. With zero (laughs) percent flinching. Zero percent chance of even giving up like the promotional ads on Bravo. Like poke the eye out. Lose the eye. Lose the eye. Is there any question? I can still watch with my one good eye. Oh, that was so funny. It's just so, so fun to like, um, the reason it's, I think it's so fun when the trailer drops is because we are as uh, unawares of what will be on the trailer as the audience. And so we have even more of an investment. Like we can't wait to see totally how those you know months of our lives played out. And it's always a toss up. You just never, never know. And so it's so fun. But what's more fun is like when we're filming, we have no one to really share it with you know you can't really post pictures you can't yeah talk to people about the scenes or the stories because we're trying to preserve the, you know the magic of what happens and it's so it's pretty isolating because you also really can't talk to your castmates you know because you're all just living your lives as authentically as possible and you don't want to you know inform yeah. the experience yeah, at all totally so it's really fun for me because I'm a compersionist <laughs> To share in all of it with everyone and to have it be so far reaching and to have everyone be just as horrified by the black eye as I was. Yeah. And to, yeah. And to like be like, see, I told you it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. No one, like 
because I referenced, you know, like, well, I did get a black eye. And people would be like, was it? And they just didn't understand. No, a black eye. Like, a, like poke your left eye out yeah. with a, a raw stick or something. Well, I remember I saw you a few days after. And so it had even healed yeah. a little bit. And I was like shocked. Yeah. I didn't leave I my house it. for a long time because I was Ugh. just so traumatized. But yeah. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Um, I also been like freaking out, though, about the full circle thing with the eye because... Handmaid's Tale brought like Dre and I very close, and it yes. also was my um, vehicle out of the Mormon Church. Yeah, it was your shelf breaker. It was my shelf breaker, one would say. And they always they would uh, if someone disobeyed, they'd carve their eye out. Remember, mm-hmm. you'd lose an eye, an eye mm-hmm. for an eye. And then also they'd say under his eye. And it's like now all I can think about are all the eye idioms that are in my life. <laughs> and there's eye emojis. There's so many ways to do a pun with eye. I mean, I just am going to have so much fun with this. Like the punster in me is like giddy. Oh, you, this is like, like your I time can't to shine. even help myself. <laughs> you see what I did there? See what I did there? Good job. I'm going to go through life with one eye open. And that's also in my book, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. We talk about the adage of like, you know, in marriage, you know, keep one, your eyes half closed. And I just prefer to do it one eye open. Yeah. It's the same. The same. Same concept. Well, look what I did. I, man- I manifested it. There Dre. you go. Full circle. Full freaking circle. I've been manifesting a lot of weird things yesterday. Like yesterday. Yesterday was a big manifest day. (laughs) No, lately in my life, like I'll tell you one. I was on the phone with John, anonymous wombat. And I, we were just talking about what, what, excuse me, you're talking about what we normally love to talk about, which was television shows on Bravo. (laughs) And I said to him, I was talking to him about my deep, like deep, weird love for the show Family Karma. It's just, it's it's the greatest show on so many levels. If you love reality TV, it does not get more real. If you love family culture and f- like office drama within a family, it doesn't get better. If you love high demand religions and culture and tradition, it doesn't get any better. And if you love characters that have heart and f- humor and soul, it doesn't get any better. And like I identify with every single person, including the parents and the grandparents, everyone on the cast. <laughs> and I loved it just as pure entertainment, top tier television, without a doubt. But there were some really, really moving things on the show that just changed my, rocked my world. And one was when Amrit came out to his grandmother. And it was so honest because it, they don't even have a word in their dialect for gay. Oh, wow. And he wanted to get married to his longtime partner. Yeah. But he had not ever come out. And it was awkward and gut-wrenching and still beautiful and healing, but also still sad. One, that he was pained to do it, you know, to the way that, she responded was so wonderful but at the same time like you, they don't understand either you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah, but, it, but she did in the end but I just can't explain it it's nuanced it's subtle you have to watch it but anyway I just have this like overwhelming love for him and I haven't talked about the show or him for I would say you know two or three days at least <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding no it's been a minute but I mean, I before you were talking about, about it with John you hadn't no it hadn't been in your consciousness yeah, yeah this is the first time we okay. were really delving into my love for it and um 
as I was sitting there on my phone, I got like a notification that Amrit had just commented on my picture. Shut up. No. Shut up. I, and I went, John, John. I'm like, Amrit just like commented on my picture, I think. And I was like, I have to hang up. I have to hang up. I can't believe this. I was like, Siri is listening and, and Siri I know, is actually and I thought, Heavenly Siri's Father. listening to my heart. Heavenly Siri, <laughs> are you really there? I mean, truly. That is so, yeah. And we had another weird one last weekend too. What was our, t- I remember vaguely. What was it? We're not going to talk about it on the podcast, but yes. What mouth it to me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a triple. Yeah. We, I'm just going to say what happened. We had a conversation about three different people uh-huh. and out of the blue, like three different people that we had not talked to in a long time. And within the next 12 hours, those three people contacted us in, in out of the blue. Yeah. In ways that were unconventional and unexpected. Yeah. Which shows you the power of Drether. Yep. We Together, can... we are Drether. And better <laughs> than you because we have psychic abilities. So don't <laughs> fuck with us. Beep. Honestly. No kidding. You know, Tanisha, when she saw the trailer, she was like, you a bad bitch. I mean, and I was like, you're right. I am. I'm bad bitch. 100% my DNA checked. I'm 100% that bitch. No, it, it was like crazy to feel powerful like that. That is so great. I Even, love that. But I was like, hashtag karma. I was going to like... What? Is someone trying to break in? <laughs> no. Don't do that. I'm sorry. Face. I know. I'm just traumatized. Oh, we should tell that on the podcast sometime. But I am just traumatized anytime I see anyone outside of our office. Okay. Well, okay. that's a big window because we live on a, in a strip mall. I know. And it's... No, but I mean like someone is like literally camped out right there, like unpacking their oh, stuff. Oh, shit balls. <laughs> Oh, she's already built a tent. I know. You guys, oh. I really, I mean, if you knew, we should save it for our novel. Yes. But the things that happen at Beauty Lab, <laughs> these are the people in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood. We are keeping a list and we are going to. In your neighborhood. We're going to either do a podcast episode about it or we're going to write a book. No, or we're going to do a docu-series. The meth family it. is a feature in our neighborhood. <laughs> the lady with an umbrella and a tent is in our neighborhood. <laughs> the man that passed out in his car is in our neighborhood. But honestly, we don't live in a bad part of town. No. It's just, it's one of those very convenient with seven points of entry strip mall parking lots, which I love because we're not congested. We're not claustrophobic. Yeah. And we're also full of love. And I think our good energy attracts the lowest level. You know, we're a slipping log. There's no beaver <laughs> dam in front of Beauty Lab. That's because I can't help Dre's energy. She's just welcomes all. She's like the, if the Good Samaritan were a business. Oh, geez. Well, you're nice. Well, I mean, speaking of that, though, I... I did welcome something into my life. Well, I didn't intentionally welcome something into my life, but I welcomed something into my DMs. It was while you were out of town, and uh, I never even got to was share it, it a with dick you. Pic? I get them all the no, time. No, it wasn't. Oh, oh never. Well, like, oh, okay, never mind. Was, I didn't mean that. It was a like mean troll. Okay, a mean troll. I can't wait for this. Love is our cur- love is our currency at Beauty Lab because we believe in trading and love. So we don't get a lot of trolls. Yeah. What'd they say? So was it about me? <laughs> no, it actually wasn't, oh, but it was about I'm Beauty Lab. Disappointed. <clears throat> it was about Beauty Lab and that's why I wanted to talk to you about it because I have a feeling that you're gonna have some things to say about this. So this is a person who met me one time. Okay. And that's really all you need to know. And uh 
so this is what he met you one time and then DM'd you on your personal account. On my personal account. Okay. So yep. you're found me. I don't follow oh, him on okay, social media. It. He doesn't follow me. But you're public. But I am public. Because yeah. you're a public figure. Yeah. Um, so this is what he says to me. Accept message requests from Do not. blank blank. But let's still Kay. read it. <laughs> this and uh, yeah. So language warning guys. Okay. Fuck plastics Woo! and permanent cosmetics. You are ruining people's lives and breeding insecurity. I should graffiti all of your guys' billboards and say, love yourself without plastics. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to help people become a physical trainer, don't just cover up their insecurities with a Band-Aid. You are a shallow piece of shit person. <laughs> yes, you are, dear sir. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, thank well, you. Just, okay, sir, do you have a problem not only with petty crime, but insecurities? Because <laughs> you said the word insecurities. Like, pull it up. I want to analyze this. Okay, okay. I'm an FBI agent. Okay, so. Covering up insecurities. Yeah, he said breeding insecurity. Okay. And ruining people's lives and bre- breeding insecurity. Um, if you really want to help people become a physical trainer, don't just cover up their insecurities. Okay. It felt like all he was talking about was insecurities. Yeah. But why, so he's against permanent cosmetics. I pray tell he doesn't know what that means. Like, we don't do any permanent cosmetics. Oh, we do. We do microblading. Well, Jill does. Like, Beauty Lab doesn't even. But like, and fuck plastics. We don't do plastic plastic surgery. We don't do plastics either. We don't do any surgery. But like, I love, I've gotten plastic surgery. No, but that's. And I love plastic surgery. It just shows that he's uninformed and ignorant. But somehow he felt uh, powerful enough that he could splooge his venom in our DMs, in your personal DMs. Yeah. And and mind you, we had not one conversation about like what I do other than just, yeah, I own a med spa with so my he, friend. He did a deep dive. Yeah. Let's with your friend? With your friend. My very best friend. You. you. Or partner. I thought yeah. we were going to use the P word. <laughs> I know. Partner sounds too formal. I think partner sounds kind of cool. It's like partner, but could it go left or could it go right? Well, I don't know. Maybe both. <laughs> Maybe P stands for partner and for pan. As in pansexual. Um, you know what made me want to be pansexual is when Dan Levy said he was. Oh, really? Isn't that so funny? How yeah. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I probably am. But um, because I love everything. Yes. But you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm totally. definitely not. But I, um, it's weird how you have someone who you love and esteem, you know, from afar, mm-hmm. say what they are. And even if it's something completely absurd, not that his being pansexual is, but if it's something out of your wheelhouse that you've never considered, like, if he had said... I'm passionate about jogging in flippers because it builds your quads. I tell <laughs> you, you people, I would literally be like, I'm going to try. I love flippers. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. I love his humor. Maybe that's going to be my secret weight loss key. You right, know? right. Oh, I jog in flippers. You know why? Because Dan Levy does. Mm-hmm. It's influence, man. It's that's but That is the power of an influencer. But yep. it's funny because it has to be like a little bit weird, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's why totally. Influencers that really delve into their own niche are like, the most successful yeah, because genius. If everyone's you know, if everyone's selling the tef- Telfar bags, then you know what I yeah. mean. Then maybe it's. I actually that's a bad example because I love those bags. But, um, <laughs> I'm just saying something that everybody has. If everybody's doing the, what is like I don't. I'm not going to say. Okay, anywho. 
I would like to go back to this insecure man. Yeah. Yeah. So, like that's the thing is that that DM to me just screams that he's insecure, though he is accusing me of breeding insecurity in people. Do you think like insecure I, is I like don't think a, that's what we do? I think we are in the business of you think I know. Are you getting up to the we, podium in our beauty lab testimony? And say, I, I think that, no, I don't think that we do that. I we do not do that. We're in the business of like self-esteem and making people feel good. Listen, I love what we do here. I feel so there proud of is it. there. What is there's of course I am deeply proud of it. Actually, I think we should shut the business down. Let's shut become it down. trainers. Let's no, become shut it trainers. down, guys. We're all going to we're all going to sell everything we own. And we're going to go be personal trainers because we don't want to hurt people anymore. We are so sick of the graffiti on our billboards from these kind Samaritans that we've finally seen the light. We're shutting down Beauty Lab. This is our final podcast. And we're going to commit ourselves to a life of service as personal trainers. <laughs> so get your fat asses up because it's all we're, we're going to change the world. I want you to eat two egg whites and half a bowl of oatmeal. No milk. For a snack, you can have six almonds. Then I'd like you to make sure you keep 10,000 steps a day with your BMI or basal, whatever. That's what's so stupid. Like, sir. I know. Well, the thing sir. is, I like mad respect to, to personal trainers. I'm grateful are, for this them. This is not about, they are not like, the world's saviors and we're somehow the world's demons. I see that. I see us kind of being the same, though. I don't see us even in the remote way being the same because one we get results immediately true okay and a personal i've had 17 personal trainers in my life and i am still just as fluffy as i was when i started and i say fluffy for all you fat phobic people that just don't want to hear the word which is fine i want this to be a safe space for the chubsters and the skinnies so we were talking about yeah we're going to close beauty lab down oh yes we're going to become uh personal trainers yeah no, that's the thing is it's like, why is it okay for people to invest in themselves by um, going to the gym, by paying a personal trainer, by um, getting, their hair, getting their hair done, wearing yeah certain clothes? Um, like, what does he dress in every day? A brown morph suit because he doesn't no want to cover up any of his insecurities? Because I don't know this person, nor does he know me. But I can guarantee he's not dressing in a like morph suit. <laughs> no, I don't want to, I don't have any insecurities to cover up. You can see every ripple and roll of my body. I yeah. just this is what's okay. What I would like to say to all the beauty labbers out there. First of all, F this guy. Yeah. And it's a man telling a woman that her her life purpose is null and void because he thinks it's null and void. And this is a man who is not his biggest problem is is insecurity, but it's insecurity related to the fact that he feels like his power is somehow being stepped on by our presence or his ability to make women feel bad about themselves is also being affected because I bet girls who have gotten injected and have big lips and look hot have turned him down. And he's like, they think there's all this because they look so hot. True. And therefore, I don't want women to have an edge. I don't want women to have any sort of advantage with their currency, which is beauty over men. Honestly. Mm -hmm. So he feels threatened by beautiful women and he wants women to know their place and he wants them to be genetically classified. So if you're not born with it, you don't get it. Yep. Because that's how he feels. Like he was born with imminent domain, manifest destiny coursing through his veins. Is he white? Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yep. Uh, 
I mean, the misogyny and like the power hungry energy of that guy's statement had everything to do about him being threatened by a successful, beautiful woman. Like, what is the currency for women? There's currency is currency. doesn't matter your gender. But beauty. Actually, mm-hmm. and that's not fair because in the gay community, beauty is currency too. Yeah, totally. But what I love about the gay community is that they have like sections. Like, I could go to the bears if I'm a bear. Right. I could go to the otters if I'm an otter. So but true. what section do the women go to? We got one. We got plus size and regular. <laughs> Don't forget petites. <laughs> oh, petites. We yeah. got petite, mm-hmm. short, and long. Yeah. Petite, regular, short, and long. I And that's why the categories, they're non-descriptive. They don't help. Well, here's the thing. is It's like, I, like, if you don't want to go to Beauty Lab, if you're happy, just like, oh, natural. I Like, lots of people are like that. Great. But if you do, if coming here and like, getting your Botox, getting your laser, doing a facial makes you feel good about yourself, then like, why would we not celebrate that? I don't, I don't even think it has to go as emotional as making you feel good about yourself. I just think you're stacking the deck in your favor because this is the way the world perceives us. And we are treated as women, as men, based on how we look. And more specifically for women, we are. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to be better received. I'm going to be more successful because I look better and I own my own power. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. I mean, they would not let a woman newscaster be on air currently over 40 if she was not getting Botoxed. Oh, 100%. There, I mean, it's just we're in a different world now. Mm-hmm. It'd, be, it'd be the same. And before anyone gets upset, it is exactly the same as they would not have a primetime newscaster with crooked, gapped teeth. They would not do it. And if you think, yes, they should, that's how she was born. Well, she has beautiful veneers and no one's questioning it. Yep. They would, you would never think a top-tier newscaster could have broken teeth or a hairy chin. Or let's think of all of the things that women do. Plucking your eyebrows, plucking that chin hair. Every woman over 35 has at least one, and it's never going away. Yeah. And Ever. if you had to watch your news with someone that had unkempt eyebrows and a chin hair and didn't wash her hair and had gap, like weird mm-hmm. moldy teeth, mm-hmm. you wouldn't watch that news program and you wouldn't, you would consider yourself entitled not to, but it's just now we've elevated the game. It's like back in the foreign old days, they didn't know about soap. Yeah. They didn't know about dry shampoo. Yep. Toothbrushes. Yeah. Toothbrushes. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Retainers. we're just up in the game. Yeah. No, totally. Well, and I want to circle back to to kind of what you said earlier of like, this is also a man t- like telling a woman like what? I- I'm sorry, sir. Do you know me? You can't tell me what to do. Even if you do know me, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do and don't tell me what to be. Yeah. And it's it reminded me that like, I'm just dying laughing because I just, I mean, like, buddy, this, first of all, this is not, this. what is your end game? I literally he's just just, for the it's about power and control but i want to dm him back and be like you're right and thanks to you (laughs) i started an online course and becoming personal trainer certified it's going to take 16 weeks would you do me the honor of being my first client i want to change the world and by the way thanks for not graffiti and all our billboards Woo, that was scaring us straight but how how horribly misogynistic though violence that the way for me to help people is to have them lose weight that's how i can actually help someone that's horrifying i can actually help someone because fat people shouldn't 
you know, well, that, like they need to be skinny. But somebody with um, a crooked nose or someone that wants someone that that way uh, transitioning. Yeah. And wants to have lips. Yeah, exactly. So it's we would never begrudge someone that felt trapped in a body that didn't represent them. We would never begrudge them the opportunity to transform into who they needed to be. That's about gender. That's about profession. That's about faith. That's about everything. We would we understand the concept of being trapped in a body that you don't identify with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What is any different about being trapped in a face that doesn't reflect who, how you feel you should look? Absolutely. Yeah. And everyone nothing. knows, women know what they want to look like. Men know what they want to look like. And they have a lot broader palette. I don't want, I try not to be too gendered, mm-hmm. but it really is, we're still living in such a gendered society that it's easier for me just to tell it from, like, we know what we want to look like. We know who appeals to us. It's not like we're coming and going, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Should I be blonde? Should I shave my head? Should I be emo? We know exactly what we want to look like. We don't know exactly how to get there. Yeah. But we want to know the options. Yeah. And if we don't like it, we'll change it. And 100%. we may want to look like a 10 different people in our lifetime or 10 different people in a week. And we need to get over it. Yeah. But the, pro- the reason we don't get over it is because it is powerful. It's tangible power. When we look good to society, society's nicer to us. It's so fascinating. And like, where do, why do people think that they need to express their opinions? I was thinking when I was reading that, I have a friend, well, not really my friend anymore, but somebody that I knew and he gave me shit about having um, eyelash extensions when I had my lash extensions. And I remember like, it really made me feel bad. Because it was like someone whose opinion I respected that like, mm-hmm. and like, I was like, oh, okay, it kind of hurt my feelings. And now that I think back on it, I'm like, he should feel like an absolute idiot. Well, an for absolute several reasons. idiot. Like, what, what was his reasoning to mock you for a personal self-care choice? He just didn't like it. Why? It looked fake and um, over the top to him. Like, well, well, I'm not living my life to impress you. You have no room to, to talk to me about my appearance when it's not solicited. Yeah. And even if I solicit it, just, just don't even go there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what would I never, mean? Yeah, and you never would because you would know, like, you don't care to appeal to him. You care to appeal to yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Like, literally, of course you want people to think you're beautiful. Of course you want the men in your life or the women in your life or the partners in your life to find you attractive. But you want to look in the mirror and feel imbued with strength, identity, and confidence and for that for some people that is being in a morph suit for some people that is being in baggy clothes for some people it's being in a skin tight dress for some Mm -hmm. it's small tits for some it's giant tits for some it's curves for some it's I can fit in a size zero you know everybody knows and wants it like do we all achieve it no but the quest for it is life's greatest journey yeah I mean it's a billion billion dollar industry because it should be it's about us as individuals self-care and cosmetics and all of this, it's makeup, whatever it's called. What is it called? Like deodorant, razors, <laughs> hair removal. Yeah. Everything that is there, we're just doing it on turbo. Absolutely. Yeah. If you think that lasering is vain and you shave your armpits and legs, you're just you're just doing heart more you're just leasing you're, and we're yeah. we're renting to own. Exactly. It's the only difference. We're doing the same exact thing. Well, I'm just realizing too, the irony is that this guy who had who set the DM he has tattoos. Okay, so he's so like, he's saying so you're that we're ruining to, the world by decorating yeah. our bodies with filler. Yeah. So you're allowed to um, 
have the look that you want. And graffiti people without re- re- any recourse, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> it's not just so weird, though. It To me, it's terrifying because it's like, I just, it's like male toxicity. Yeah. You know? I know. Everything about it. But like, how embarrassing for him. Like, I, I'm embarrassed for him. Not for me. I thought it was I'm not funny. embarrassed for him. I fear him and I... I fear him and I also hate him. <laughs> so I don't feel sad for him or oh, embarrassed for him. I, I feel like he should stay far, far away from Beauty Lab and from our customers and, and from our billboards, me. Mother Effer. Yeah. And guess what? Primero suspect number one. <laughs> we see, what is it? What did they say? Life is short by the, and they crossed out lips and put tacos. tacos. <laughs> Life is short by the tacos and we didn't even care we're like we thought it was where's the lie where's the lie buy the tacos buy the lips so you can taste the tacos and still look hot and so the fact that he and the i mean the frenzy that that started on social media when someone said life is short buy the tacos i retweeted i was like i'm into it i mean honestly we we lead with love here we're not we're not taco phobic and like I hope this guy does graffiti something because we'll just laugh all the way to the bank because beauty labbers are loyal. Yep. And beauty labbers are fierce and beauty labbers like their injections and beauty labbers like the way they look and they don't think to themselves, fuck plastics, you're ruining the world. I'm going to make it better by graffitiing fuck plastics (laughs) on every billboard I see. Make a difference, like me. Why don't you be a personal trainer and help people burn 250 extra calories a day so that they can lose one to two pounds a week if they continue to be consistent? No so kidding. Stupid. It's so stupid. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Well, I haven't been. I I don't get a lot of like troll stuff. You, you know? know, I don't. And so I actually like. I was like, wow, this is. I got one yesterday. Feel like I've made it. You have made it. If. if if you don't have haters, you haven't arrived. Yes. Um, I got one yesterday or a couple days ago. I've only been getting love recently. Okay, I got, well, I got, uh, I've only been getting love recently, but I did get this one when I posted my kids five days ago. Just a, just a selfie with me and my two beautiful daughters who are just aspiring young women trying yeah. to do their best. I love that pic. Women supporting women. And sweet, sweet Mama Pierce. She looks nice. She looks Mormon. She's a lit mom of three. And I think lit might be a double on. Is she literary Mm. or is she lit? But Mama Pierce saw my selfie with my daughters and said, stupid mom, (laughs) period, capital L, leading them another wrong road. It's more of a haiku, really. It's not Uh stupid mom, leading them another wrong road. It's almost like... A trailer. Oh, and another's my. capitalized. I just like to point out grammatical errors when they're trolling me, <laughs> lit mom of three. And usually I would just delete it because I don't like to give an audience for it. But for some reason, it just made me laugh that Mama Pierce, <laughs> Mama Pierce must be a smart mom because she saw my selfie and she knew immediately that I was a stupid mom. Stupid mom. <laughs> As opposed to fun moms, cool moms, smart moms. I got stupid mom leading oh. them another wrong road. Where does she know where we're going? How does she know we're on the wrong road? What's the right road? Yeah. Where are you headed to? You're going the wrong way. How does he know where we're going? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mama Pierce. 
You're a lit mama three, and I'm a famous mama three. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the audacity of people is so funny to me. It is. It's, it's just like, human behavior because do you does he feel like he made the world better with sending that message that we will never accept? No, he unsent it. Oh, he did. Uh-huh. He ended up unsending it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so maybe it was like a weird, like drunken. No, Drake, whatever. why have you always explained no, no, no. these people's I'm, behavior? I'm not, I'm not a weird drunken it. thing, a violent, toxic, because, criminal, abusive thing. Because I also am quite entertained by people who send drunk texts and drunk oh. emails. I really love the drunk emails. Those are pretty funny. And They're just, always I good. can just keep them. You know, just like well, on if, for a rainy day. If I'm sad, I can... I feel like we pull those... You get a few good drunk emails, threatening drunk emails uh-huh. that we like to pull out for... Yeah. I would call it a Sunday by the fireplace. Reads, <laughs> firesides. Just just when we want to laugh till we cry and yeah. role play. And so, like... So, and I guess maybe that's where I'm going with this with him is like... Get drunk and send I us hope, mean emails. I hope that he was drunk and then felt really dumb the next day. I think he's, if he did, he would just flip it on you and feel pissed that you put him in that position. And then since he unsent it, he would tell us we were horrible, vindictive, spiteful women because he unsent it and we still screenshot it and talked about it. See, it's never uh-huh. a guy like that. You're right. You're is totally never right. going to feel remorse or <laughs> personal shame because everything is the fault of the plastic surgeons and the people helping women, supporting women and the women. And me, a piece of shit person. They're the type of guys that like, you know, just ugh, that I'm so attracted to. And I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> well, I uh, just I needed to share that with you so we could talk through it and just have a laugh, but also a, you know, meaningful discussion about, I mean, what is it that we're really doing here? Ruining people's lives. Good thing somebody's graffitied that so we know now. <laughs> I mean, we've just gone our whole lives not knowing the truth. I was not going to love myself without plastics, yeah. but now that you said... What, I, what do you want, sir? Do you want me to lay in my bed facing the wall? Or do you want me to get my lips injected? Because yeah. those are the two options. There's nothing in between. I'm not going to put on a brave face with my pencil-thin lips. Well, I mean, it's there's something to be said, too, for like just... Like, okay, yesterday I was having a bad day. And I couldn't get the th- report to work. And it was, you know, yeah. I, I was annoyed. And I asked Chad, sweet, sweet Chad, to please give Chatty me... Chatty baddie. To please give me a spray tan. Oh, I thought you were going to say a blessing. No. I'm, I'm <laughs> still steeped in Mormonism. Sorry. <laughs> no. So I asked sweet Chad to I, anoint my head and give me a quick blessing. No. I, quick brother's blessing. I asked him to come spray tan my naked body. And I'm sorry you did not. He's... He's my spray tan person now. Chad is your spray tan. I love the lab so yeah. much. Well, now I feel like weirdly jealous, but also horrified. Should I get naked and have Chad spray tan me? He's really good. Like, he's my new spray He gets tan the inner person. thigh. Does he have you pop he the leg? He does. And he does like a different method. Of, you like, go full nude. Full nude. I apologized. But you guys, Trey is some kinky kind of mother. I am dying right now. <laughs> you are? I think we've violated like 15... 15- <laughs> employee codes whatever i love it first of all you have a smoking bot i used to you know what this is about i used to be her spray tan girl well i I used to be the only one she would corkscrew pop the leg bend over nude for with the spray gun and it's cold and it's painful and it's bonding and you give a great spray tan i have to say you You always go extra in the places that i need to go the dark the dark crannies yep um no but like chad was like oh are you going somewhere and i'm like nope i'm just in a bad mood and he was like oh i get it totally get it 
Bless him. And like, so he gave me a spray tan and it really did cheer me up. Well, yeah. I felt cuter. I felt yeah. skinnier. And I felt like I had been on vacation for, you know. It's, I, I'm smiling and making fun of you just because I'm getting over the fact that I'm no longer your nude dance partner with the spray tan <laughs> gun. And it's now chatty batty. Listen, you weren't here. I know. I know. It's my own fault. I let the opportunity <laughs> slip by. Never let them know you're replaceable, kids. Um, but... It is the reason I'm grinning ear to ear like a Cheshire cat is because I literally was like, do you remember when I came in and I said I looked like the um, woman that Raskolnikov murdered in Crime and Punishment? <laughs> Did you ever read Crime and Punishment yes. by Dostoevsky? So do you remember how they described her with her hair matted with grease yes. and like just scuffling around in her Bottega, her Bottega flash clogs? Yes. That was me. Remember? That's what, I, that's what I looked like. I don't know if I said it to you. I said it to someone. You didn't say it to me, but I, I'm seeing the visual. I think and I might I'm, have said it to Stevie. I think that you're a genius. Because that's what I looked like, folks. I mean, you should read the murder scene in Crime and Punishment because it's too filthy for me to describe. But it's basically when your hair is so greasy, it could be wet. Yeah. Because I was not feeling myself and I just kept putting it in a top knot. Uh-huh. And I'd run out of dry shampoo, man. Oh, and I went one I extra day and it was just one of those weird days where it was greasy. Mm-hmm. So, anywho... I went home in shame and did like the full tip to tail scrub, uh-huh. you know. Seth's uh, marks might say tip to taint, but tip I won't. Taint. <laughs> and I put on full tan. It was before we went and did something. Uh, I basically, I went and did a full tan and I like cleaned my room a little bit, like was up and Adam George McFadden made a roast for the kids because a spray tan changes everything. I had been like a grease filled beggar woman Uh and I turned around and was like, stupid mom no I was super mom not stupid mom you were super mom you made a roast roast. I like did the dishes I was like looked cute like I didn't like scuffle by my kids like don't come in my room it's too messy (laughs) I've said that to them sometimes the shame is so overwhelming that I just like pretend to like have look away look away oh my gosh um yeah, it, it, a spray tan saves good, lives. Feeling like you look good, it it propels you to a different level of efficiency. Absolutely, and it is it is the most life affirming and like personality changing implement. Mm-hmm. Losing four to five pounds, literally, you think you go from being like a six in your mind. No one else even knows, but you go from being a six to like an eleven, like. Screw him. You don't text back the same people you would. You don't pick up the calls you normally would. But mm-hmm. like, I swear to you, it's a difference of three to four pounds. It's like in um, Girls when um, Hannah's like, I've been eight to ten pounds overweight my entire <laughs> life. And it has been very difficult. <laughs> and it's true. It's like 12 pounds is a game changer. A- absolutely. And it's not, it means nothing yeah, in the grand scheme. Like, it's just so funny. So whatever it takes to get out of bed, face the world and be something outside of your body and outside of the way you look and outside of, you know, how you feel inside to contribute, Mm -hmm. do whatever it takes. And if it takes like shaving your head, if it takes thousands of dollars worth of extensions, if it takes six inch heels, if it takes a push up bra, if it takes filler, if it takes Botox, if it takes laser hair removal, like if some girl came in and said, I am scared to go to school, to go to college because I have 
hair on my forearms and it makes me feel self-conscious. Mm-hmm. And instead of thinking about my classes, thinking about my degree, thinking about the boys I like, I'm thinking about what long sleeve shirt won't make me sweat in class so that I don't ever have to expose my arms. Yep. Would you begrudge that woman? You're ruining the world. Absolutely not. Love that yourself. was me. That was me. That's true. That was me. We called her ape arms behind Seriously, her back. Seriously, I am embraced her. I'm a hairy person and laser hair removal changed my life. I am not kidding. Changed my life. Why do we have to have, how young can they be with parental permission? So they had to, they have to have uh, started going through puberty. So they have to, okay. Yeah. So if you're a girl, then you had to have had your period before we can really laser. We Got can it. laser, but it's just, it's, it's gonna not going to be, yeah. it's not going to be effective. So, cause we do have a lot of young girls that come in with their parents, you know? Yeah. And I just think that's like the easiest, coolest thing. And kudos to the parents that be like, it'll make you a stronger person. Right. If my kids wanted anything, I'd give it to them. Yeah. Same. Especially if it was like something that was holding them back and we can do something to remedy it. Yeah. Let's get rid of the hair. Yeah. Laser changed my life. It really did. That's awesome. I forget. I always tell that anecdote and I forget that she was one of them. I know. You just, but you would never know now because look at me. I'm smooth like a dolphin. Smooth like a dolphin. (laughs) Well, thank you for um, unpacking that lovely DM. We're going to have to, for sure, like gather some of our favorite troll comments. Yeah. And and that will be our si- our swan song. And then we will <laughs> shut down the business forever and both dedicate our lives to being personal trainers. You heard it here first, kids. You know, maybe I should drop a few pounds before I start soliciting customers. <laughs> like, here, I'm eating a burger. Here's your program. Here you go. You just want to, you know what, let's just zoom in. No need to meet. You just let me know. You send me a text, let's me know you're going to the gym and I'll mark you as completed. Changing the world. Check. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, well, um, thank you for joining the podcast today. You're welcome. And oh, is that to the people? So you guys, we do have an Instagram. You can follow us on social media. It's um, live.love.lab.podcast. And it's super great. And it kind of recaps all of our... Um, episodes and it's a fun fun page I don't know what else can I say about it well I mean I think that sold it today <laughs> I mean I, I, I don't think there's anything more you can say thou hast spent all Listen, of thy words bottle of wine last night oh, I mean, don't like forget it's, it's a good podcast and what else can I say about it well I think you I think that's about it it's the truth is we just we need our followers to go up so that people take us more seriously. Hey, and will you guys please go and rate and subscribe uh, on rate, subscribe and follow. I can't do these solicitations. I, I know can't. you can't. I have and to hide which my Which is why I am. Okay, go ahead. So if you go to Apple Podcasts, you just scroll down. You're going to see five stars. You don't even have to write anything. We would love I would it if you would prefer a nice something. little note. I actually love reading through them. They're so funny. It's like fun to see who like try to guess who it is because sometimes you can't really tell. Um, unless they put their name. And then we realize it is one of our close friends and we think, oh, well, okay, good, (laughs) good to know. But give us a five-star rating, write a review. If you think we deserve it, if you think we deserve a one-star and that you want to say, fuck Live Love Lab, I'm going to go graffiti all your billboards, you guys are ruining the world, say it. We'll read your comment on air. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, so um, yeah, find us there and Thanks so much for listening. We love you. (laughs) Remember, the lab loves you. And life is short. By the lips. (laughs) Boom.